All right, and we are live with Successfully Chaotic, live behind the scenes. I'm Maria Daniels, and I have a special guest here, Bob Zerwinski, and he's come to us from Church Hill Help Group to talk a little bit about a product and service that he has to offer. True. Uh, help, H-E-L-V. Just help? <laughs> That's all I need, help. You just, I need we, help really we need help. I need, we need help, help really bad. Uh, Air Endorsed Loan Plan. Okay. Uh, we have been, Churchill Group was formed 20 years ago to help not-for-profits raise money. And we struggled at first, and then with some luck, we uh, ended up raising $500 million in three years. Sold out to a company in New York for quite a bit of money. We signed a 10-year non-compete. So that non-compete is over. We got into the electrical business and we're doing pretty well in that too. But during the pandemic, I had an opportunity to sit home and do nothing. And I, I, I yearned long for the old days when we were raising money for charities and thought I'd like to do it again. So we've come up with a new, new plan and uh, suffering the same problems of getting it started. But uh, what we basically found is that every charity, and, and, I, and I will talk about a charity in Cincinnati, which is a, a hospital charity run, run, by a friend, or run by a friend of mine. And he says that he is a, he's a, a professional beggar. That's what he is. He said, I've be, I begged for money for four years, and I'm really tired of it, but that's the only way we, we get money. And yeah. I'm thinking, and, and that is the only thing you've got to say is, give me money, give me money. I think there ought to be another arrow in, in his quiver to be able to say, if you won't give me money, would you loan me the money? Yeah. And, 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 and that's what we're trying to do is get people to think, not trying to destroy the, the idea of, of, of giving to a charity, but there, there's got to be another way. And if you won't give it, would you consider loaning it? If we can guarantee you get the money back and it's insured by an insurance company. And uh, that's the way we... This people now we got two people who are satisfied. We got the donor who wants to give the money, and we got the charity who has to actually guarantee the money back. So if I chose to give uh, Children's Hospital a million dollars, they would get, I would have an agreement with them that at some point in time in my life I will give it back. Now, what what is the advantage of that over the old plans? The old plans was were to uh, we we have we dealt with a lot of high profile profile people. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, certainly we get got turned down a lot. But, but our basic ploy was to go in and say, okay, everybody's got a certain amount of insurability. Yeah. Uh, it's $5 million, $10 million, whatever it may be. And if you haven't used it all, in other words, Maria, do you want to buy some more insurance? The answer is probably no. Probably no. <laughs> but but if, you're, if your insurability was $10 million and, and you owned five, my question would be, will you want to buy some more? And you'd say no. And I'd say, okay, then would you consider or donating your unused insurability to the charity? He would say yes, because it doesn't cost you anything. And then we'd have to go get a charity to agree to buy it. So so you're, you're mentioning that, that this can help kind of not, not necessarily change the face of charitable giving, but be an addition to, right? I, I was so impressed sitting at home during the pandemic uh, not that we're raising money for these people, but for St. Jude in Memphis, mm -hmm. for the shrine, uh, seeing all those kids with the problems that they have and knowing that they didn't have to pay, their parents didn't have to pay any money for it. 
and, and I'll be honest with the SBCA affected me a lot, seeing little dogs shaking and starving and yeah. horses and cats. And I, I, got, I got a feeling in my heart that I wanted to help those people. And I think to myself, how many trillions of dollars are sitting in bank accounts and CDs and wherever people, and they're never going to use the money, but they don't want to give it. Obviously, they don't. Not, a lot of people have given money. Uh, there's been a lot of money donated, but how much? I bet just more money not being donated than than are. Yeah. And my question is, if they won't donate it, would they consider loaning it? And if we put the mechanics together to guarantee yeah. that they're going to get the money back, would they loan it? Yeah. And I think the answer is yes. Well, and this is something you've kind of proven the concept of. You said to what ten, a little more than ten years ago, fifteen years ago. What was you saying? It, we, we stopped. We, we we finished. We sold the company in two thousand five. Okay, so this is a proof. This is a proof concept. It's not just a concept where you're um, assuming that it will work. This is something that has been the concept's been proven in the past on doing something similar to be able to raise money for charities, and you are kind of revamping it and changing a little bit to make it more modern. What's been proven in the past is mm -hmm. that there's another way. Okay. Uh, and, and I, I compare it to automobile dealers. Uh, for years, they sold cars, and suddenly, 25 years ago, somebody said, well, why don't we lease them? I guess there was some pushback because of the lease. But today, leasing is as far as car sales as much as selling them is. And I think that loaning is going to be a, a part of the, the giving process as much as giving is. Because in, in dealing with this before, uh, one of the larger universities in, in, in Ohio, I met with them, and, and the head of their department is a, a well-known football player. And he said one of their biggest problems is not getting the donations. It's, it's satisfying the heirs when they come back and say, hey, you talked my father or my mother into doing this, and we can test it. He said we, we never lose on the testability of these things, but it costs us a lot of time and money to just defend it. Yeah. And, and, and if, we can, if we can avoid that, if, if, if I chose to give money to, to a charity and I go to ask my son or daughter and say, what do you think of it? I mean, the natural response is going to be, did you give my money away or did you give their <laughs> money away? Because at some point in time, uh, my money becomes their money. Yeah. And if I, if I give it away, I've given away their money. Well, if I can say, yeah, I've given away $5 million, but it's going to come back. I, I have a... I have a, a, a loan guarantee that says it has been insured by an insurance company and the money will come back. Can you count on that? Well, there's never been an insurance company that's reneged on a loan, so I'd say it's pretty pretty safe. I mean, it's pretty safer than a bank. Yeah, safer than absolutely. A business. Absolutely. Uh, so who would be the, the target for this? So if, if anybody's listening or watching right now, and maybe they they work for a charity or they they give to a charity. You know, what would be the steps that they would need to take, or maybe some examples you could give them on what they need to think about to see if this is something that would work for them. Let me just give you an idea how it works. It's, it's no miracle. It does involve insurance. I I I, I take no prisoners because of that. But I I, I will tell you only that some people have criticized and said, well, this is just a way for you to sell insurance. Trust me, I don't really like insurance. If, if I could find a different product that would work the same way, I would use it. Yeah. Insurance is the only way. But let's just say hypothetically that a 50-year-old person wants to give a, a, a million dollars to a charity, but they want the money back. 
The whole idea is for the charity to buy a life insurance policy on the person, which would cost them about half of the million dollars. So it would cost them $500,000 upfront, one single premium, and it's paid up. And the million dollars would come back to the donor. So it's a worst case scenario. When he dies, that money is going to be back. So his, his net worth is the same when he's living or when he's dead. Now, if they invest the money right, it conceivably could be that they have money before he dies. Uh, but the, the advantage of it over the old plan was that, that they they can see the money at work while they're still living. Absolutely. Uh, if, you, if you give an insurance policy or you give money or you say, you can have my estate when I die, it's going to happen when you die. And, and all the good that you've done, you don't get to see. But in my particular case, if I gave a million dollars, half of it would be spent right now. They can have cash in their coffers for half. The other half goes to the insurance policy. It will guarantee that my money will come back to me. But it's all guaranteed. And, and nobody has to worry about paying the debt back. Uh, I, I've got to some charities and they resisted because we don't want debt. You have no debt. The debt has already been satisfied. Uh, so it, it's good for the charity. It's good for the donor. Uh, and, and as I say, I think at some point in time, this is going to be a very big thing with charities. Uh, I've, I've been kind of holding it close to the desk because, quite frankly, our old plan, which was a great plan, as I say, raised almost a half billion dollars for charity, $500 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, the problem was once we sold it to this New York company, some investors got a hold of it and suddenly they stuck investors in, inside of the, in between the charity and the donor donation. Yeah. And, and, and suddenly the whole thing was compromised and, and I don't want to see that happen again. So I'm a little bit close, close to the desk about how it works, but trust me, we spent a lot of time putting it together. We've got the insurance industry behind us, and uh, I think that at some point in time, it's going to be the way to go. Absolutely. Uh, but if, if nothing else, when that my my friend who says he's a universal beggar, if he's got something to say other than give me the money, because he says if you don't want to give me the money, would you consider loaning me the money? Well, yeah, but how do I guarantee it'll come back? I, I will prove to you that it can. Uh, not, there's nothing that can stand in its way from coming back. Uh, and it's not a promise that is taken lightly. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So what about for, does it matter the size of the, of the foundation? Uh, what are the requirements for the charity? I'm assuming 501c3, do they need to be 501c3 certified or? They, they don't really need to be. I, I, I've worked for some private charities before in, my, in our old program. We, we even did an automobile dealer in Dayton who died and left the state, and we've been doing it ever since. Uh, but we've got some big ones. I mean, the, the biggest one we've done, quite frankly, is Cleveland Clinic. Okay. Uh, we did $200 million at the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, it was very, it, it, the program was over in six weeks. We, we raised $200 million in six weeks. Uh, and that was all backed by insurance. It, it was all backed by insurance. Uh, yeah. As I say, a different program. They were they were donating the insurability. They were not donating money. This is a different situation. Here they're donating. Same concept, money. though. Being backed by it, yeah. Uh, I, I like to say it's the same concept, but it really isn't. It, it, it's uh, it, it's better. It's better because the charity gets the cash now. Uh, the, the donor gets his money back. He doesn't just give it to. It. He doesn't donate it. He loans it, and that's why we call it. 
air endorsed loan plan, HELP, H-E-L-P. Um, the, the heirs are going to like it better. Uh, the charity is going to like it better. Uh, the community is going to like it better. Uh, and and it, quite frankly, it, it just kills me to think how many how many charities, good, profitable charities, who need the money and it's all sitting there doing nothing. I mean, the people aren't earning any money out anymore. CDs are being 1%. Yeah. What good is that? Uh, I would much rather save my money and say, I'm going to loan it to you. I'm not using it now, but if I need it, and this is all, there's also a provision here that says that if suddenly I get over jealous and zealous and I need the money, I can have 75% of it back right now. Yeah. So if, as long as I prove I need it physically. Exactly. In case for hardship or whatnot, which I think is an amazing clause because we none of us ever know really what happened. But I, I mean, to me, I feel like that is not only a way to be able to help these charities, because most people, uh, most people want to help. They do. But there ends up being, you know, you always think about, well, what about my kids? What if they need the money? You know, you have all these thoughts that go through your mind. So to me, this seems like one of those no-brainer situations to where you're able to do the good that you're wanting to do. At the same time, you're ensuring, literally, you know, that you're... I'm sitting here smiling. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to read comic books. One of them I read was uh, Donald Duck. Donald Duck had a a lungo... Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Who used to have a room with money in it. He yeah. would dive, dive in it like a person. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I thought, what a waste. What a waste. This old guy's there's all that money in there. And Donald and this nephew, Huey, Dewey, and Louie yeah. did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I thought to myself, there's got to be a way. And say, sitting there thinking about St. Jude and, and, and the shrine and the SPCA, I thought, how can we possibly help? How can we come up with a plan? And if we're going to come up with a plan and spend this much time thinking about it, let's make it better than it was before. And as I say, better is money up front. I don't have to wait for somebody to die to do it. I'll give you a good example. Rona Barrett was the first person, $30 million to Children's Hospital. It was our first client on the old plan. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, she just died last week. At 101. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that children's hospital was in waiting 17, 18 years for that money. So we can't say really that that extended her life, but we can't say it didn't either, right? <laughs> well, actually, the funny part of it was it, it wasn't her that we, we actually sold on the idea. It was her, her husband, Manny. Mm-hmm. Manny. Manny was uninsurable. So we wrote it on his, his, his wife. Manny died about 10 years ago, but he wrote it, lived on and lived on. And the problem with the program was everybody was going to benefit $30 million, but they didn't benefit till she died. Yeah. On, on the new plan, they would benefit immediately. Immediately. Uh, they, she would yeah. be able to see her money at work. Absolutely. Yeah. Which everybody knows cash in hand is always king. Like, you know, no matter what, cash in hand is going to work all day long. I tell you what, I'm just knowing you for a short time, but I'm sure you're going to come up with a saying about it. <laughs> I probably will. I, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things to me that, you know, I don't even know the the statistics on the amount of money that's donated, but I know it's a lot. But like you mentioned, there's so much more that that that's not donated that maybe people are holding on to because of the what ifs. Honestly, you know, I that the what if that's a, that's a scary thing to not know what's going to happen in the future. Like you mentioned, to not know well if I donate this now, what if later I need it? Life is so uncertain that, that I think everybody in the back of their mind because enough is, is enough, but is it? Is it, is it enough for me? Is it enough for my kids? Uh, and, and truly, am I, do I, 
give it away? Am I giving my kids money away? Yeah, uh, and, exactly. And I, and I think that everybody's got to consider that. And as I say, I, I don't want to discourage the, the true giver with no with no strings attached. But if it, I know that I, I know some people from Cleveland Clinic that have been calling on people for, for five, ten years, and they're they're good people, but they just have not turned over the money. And and I would say if they ask them why, I would say that question mark that what if is a big reason why. So this gives them alternative to say, you know, even just to sit and say, I understand, because I do understand, you know, I understand, I have children, you know, and, you know, that would definitely be a thought of mine, you know, well, what about my kids, you know? Well, I think that uh, we all are under the same situation. We don't, we don't know. No. And, and I think that, that, that we all want, want to help. I, I really do think that it is, it is human nature to want to help. Question is, I don't want to hurt myself to do it, or my family, yeah, or my family, yeah, because my, my family really comes first, exactly. Uh, but as far as the SBACA is concerned, I I can't stand watching those dogs. No, suffer. it's sad. I mean, and it, and it is, and most people, like you mentioned, I mean, minus the few a holes and maybe out there, we're not even talking about them. But most people are good people that do want to get that. Stop okay. you. <laughs> we have we have John Wagner sitting over here. I don't know if I was supposed to say your name, but I did. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and he's involved in, and I guess in the this program to some level, whatever. Yeah, he is. is he the overlord? Are you the overlord? He, he's yeah, the he's overlord. overlord. Okay. So, but no, I mean, to me, you know, learning about this this program that that's intriguing to me, just because you know, I do know that you know the question marks for a lot of things stops people from doing a lot of things so the idea that you're able to still be that giving person that you're able to help that charity that you really want to help but at the same time you are getting that guarantee that you're not completely removing the money from the family forever that's a benefit and, and no, but nobody wants to be first and everybody waits and sees what else somebody else is going to do and yeah and and we experienced it the first time around I mean, I, my partner and I, oh, we traveled both to both coasts, sometimes the West Coast overnight to, to uh, call to hospitals and, and churches and charities in the you know, West Coast with nothing. And, and, I, and I went to him one day and said, you know, we're running out of money. we got to do something pretty quick. And uh, if it hadn't been for Mr. Marison, uh, who said, hey, I'm on the board. They're going to do it on me. And I said, hey, I've already been to Children's Hospital. And they said, no. I've already been to Fifth Third Bank, and they said no. He said, well, what, what, let me go to him, and, and I'll be the guy. And lo and behold, when he did it, the floodgates opened, and I swear to God, we couldn't write it fast enough. And everybody said, well, I always thought this was a good idea, just to know it. And I said, come on. I knew it. This is a true story. We got Mellon Bank in Pittsburgh to, to finally agree to fund some of these things, so we couldn't get another bank in town to do it. The irony of the whole situation is Mellon Bank never wrote one deal hmm. because once the, the, the incumbent bank found out that Mellon was going to come in and fund their deal, they all said, well, no. we'll, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that's that. That's ours. That's ours. And it, 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 it was amazing. And, and now we've, we've been struggling for the, with this for uh, since the pandemic started, so I'd say since March. And uh, we haven't done a whole lot. And, and I, I, I didn't want to panic because I know I've been there before, and all we need is a few to start. Yeah. And at some point in time, 
it's going to be second nature to say, well, if you won't done it, we, 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 we love it. Exactly. And it just takes it just takes getting that information out there to be able to show the benefits. I do want to ask you, though, you mentioned, you know, the people that this could be for. Is there anybody that this is for not that this it wouldn't work for them? A specific scenario? Uh, the Russians. Would, the Russians. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> no, I, I can't really think of anybody that it wouldn't work for. Okay. Uh, certainly it would work better for some. And, and you know, you're going to have to face the fact that there's going to come time when certain people are going to be uninsurable. And, and for somebody really old, it isn't going to work. The younger, the better. In fact, one of the thoughts I had was all these young athletes are making all this money. They're so young. The amount of money that of what they give going to insurance would be so small based on how healthy they are and young they are. Uh, it would be work would work wonders for them. It would be good PR for them too. It would. Super good PR just because they'd be able to say I'm supporting this charity and this charity and this charity. Well, let's let's be frank. The charity business is a competitive business. It is. And you've yeah. got so much money and you can support so many things. Mm -hmm. So. I, I don't want to support any one thing. I, I, I have no favorites, so to speak. I do have some you know, I figure favorites, but I think a person has to be honest with himself. And there has to be a, a charitable intent to begin with. If that's there, then I think this is a way that it could be done. And as I say, all the people that are out there, quote unquote, begging for money, it's just another arrow in their quiver to say, if you won't do it this way, would you consider it this way? And, and hopefully, uh, Ten years from now, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll double the amount of money that's given to charities. Absolutely. So, for people that are listening that maybe have a, a small foundation, a small charity, or maybe they're a part of a larger one, what would be the first steps that they need to take to see if this is a program that they can get started within their foundation? Well, actually, the proof of the pudding is in the tasting, and, I, and, I, and I, one size does not fit all. And I think it just becomes a case of call up and, and, and give, give us a scenario and we'll give you an honest answer of whether it'll work or whether it won't work. Okay. Uh, but, but just understand it won't work all the time. It won't, won't fit somebody really too old. Uh, if, it, if it's, if it's uh, $10,000 that we're talking about, it probably won't work for that either. Uh, but, but for, for charities that are want to raise at least $200,000, it, it would work. I'll tell you this, it, it wouldn't work just for, for loans, I mean, for, for charities, it would work for loans. Yeah. If if, uh, if I loaned somebody a business a million dollars, but they guaranteed that they were going to pay me back, and they had a way, a way to do it, now they would only be able to survive on half of the money that, they, that I gave them. But is, again, let me be honest, There's a, I got... Resistance from some charities because they said we want we want it all we don't want to have of it. Well, it isn't a case of all; it's a question of none or half. Yeah. And these are these are people that weren't going to give you anything before, and now suddenly you're going to get half the money, and you're criticizing that. Yeah. It's not fair. You're going to, it's it's half the money you weren't going to get before. Absolutely. So, so what they need to do if they're interested in finding out more, just go to the website that we have on at the bottom of the screen. And they could, is there a contact form or a phone number contact? Or? There is. There okay. is. There, and, and there's about five people there that would be able to do it. Okay. Including me. 
All right. So if, if you are out there right now and maybe you are interested in giving back to a charity and you've been kind of holding on to your money because you're not really sure if you want to give away, you know, the, the money that your children are being promised and you want an alternative to that potentially, I think you need to go to the website listed at the bottom of the screen or maybe you're involved with a charity. You have your own charity of your own or you're a member of another one. You can also go to find out more information. I'm Bob and one of the other guys and John. I, I got something else to say. Yeah, go ahead. I just want to thank you because you know, oh, without, without you, it, this wouldn't be possible, and, and this is a way to get it out on a non-threatening basis, and, and hopefully something will come of it, but it would only be because of your efforts. And I, I just want to appreciate being on. Uh, I, I believe your candidacy, and, and, I, and I, I, I just appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when I heard about it, I thought it was an amazing opportunity for, for charities and for con contributors alike. So I've been um, pretty excited to have you on. And uh, we will be coming uh, live again. I think the next time is next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So stay tuned for the information. I'm going to be on every time from now Every on. time. Okay. And apparently Bob's going to be here every time. So we will see if that actually happens. But you know what? I'll keep the chair here just in case. And if you show up, you show up. So. Until until next week, uh, thank you a lot. This is Maria Daniels with Successfully Chaotic Live Behind the Scenes and my guest Bob. And, and John, way over there. So, all right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye.